1: It's Gunner and Cheyenne. Abe is here. Backwards ball cap and all. (laughs) It's kind of funny. I got my whole transition happening. Uh You know, as far as uh, going more and more cowboy. Abe is more and more... Gangster, <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't say all that. <laughs> uh, but the full transition will happen today, Cheyenne. As I'm far as um, to it. you know, I kind of teased it yesterday. Uh, People are like, "What is this transition?" And no, it's not to the other gender. It is uh, full on Texas cowboy because that Beyonce song that's out, Cheyenne, it's popping. Texas hold them, man. I want the, I want to be that old school Texas cowboy sitting at the poker table. Play and hold them with an ace up my sleeve. That's my goal. We'll get there, but the full transition will happen today. I got my, I got my guns.
4: You, you, you got, got my oh, holsters. Are they finger, finger guns? No, they're not finger guns. Oh wow,
1: they're cap guns.
4: Oh, okay, pop, yeah. pop,
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, that's right. Look out! Ready right now, ready for a duel.
4: I cannot wait. Yeah.
1: All right. So that'll be a little bit later on today. We'll be on Facebook Live uh, about seven forty this morning for that uh, full transition.
4: Instagram Live.
1: What did I say? Facebook. Oh, okay. Facebook was the OG. <laughs> Facebook you know, but was I mean, the OG, yeah. Yeah, but uh, Instagram is uh, where it's at today. But uh, happy National Margarita Day. Ooh. Uh, so go enjoy that today. Uh, coming up next, though, i got to get you updated on uh, this whole little, is my wife pregnant? Is she not pregnant thing? Okay. There's an update to it. Okay. And I'll uh, fill you in coming up at about 5.50 this morning. Okay. Because uh, I mean, her... I can't give away too much. You know, I
4: can't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's called a tease. I can't I can't give you all the details now. No, you know? I
4: can't wait. You no, know,
1: wait. Because <laughs> I had a vasectomy. She should not be pregnant. Right. Is she? Is she not? Let you know, coming up at five fifty here on Camel. Gunner and Cheyenne. Well, is there another baby in the future for my family?
4: Please say yes. Before I jump
1: more into this, a little background is that I've been—I was snipped a few years ago. There's been one other scare about a year and a half ago, I think. Yeah. Right? Uh, my wife mentioned whew, over the weekend that her chest hurts. Right. A little sensitive. That's my favorite part of her body, so I'm a little—you uh, know—it's
4: <laughs> upset. I'm that is no. Yeah, sexy. yeah. I know. I get slapped every
1: time. <laughs> <laughs> so and you know, she made the comment of pregnancy. Right. She made the comment. She's not in any any birth control. There's no reason for her to be on birth control because it got snipped, and it's been three years. No baby. Why all of a sudden now? Three years after I get snipped, are we even talking about it?
4: I hope. I hope she. And, is. and then I go. I hope and, well, then
1: you mentioned to be. We, we had we've had discussions of this off air uh-huh. and, and I mentioned to Emily yesterday because you had said well is she had her period mm-hmm. and I said she did last week and I mentioned that to her last night I'm like well you had your period last week mm-hmm. and she's like well it didn't feel the same it wasn't like my normal period
4: shut up
1: let me read this text real quick okay. uh, text at the 602 I listen every morning on my way to work I'm so invested today to know if Emily is pregnant and, and if so who's bun in, is in her <laughs> oven see <laughs> so weird that she went on a work trip about a month ago. Stop. I would never imagine in my wildest dreams that anything would have happened on yeah. that work trip. But the timing is suspect. <laughs> right? I mean, you know my wife. Yes. You've known her for a uh, you, you know, her. I mean you've known her for a good number of years. You would never imagine her doing that ever. Never,
4: ever, ever. No. She is the most loyal person. But she
1: was up in Yakima, Washington, your hometown, yep. uh, which is where she still works she works from home here for that company that uh, that is up there in Yakima. But she was up there from Tuesday all the way to Friday. She was out at breweries every single night.
4: Yeah, getting just, you know. I don't know if she got
1: slammed, but she was staying with her boss, too. So that's another little angle. Is her boss a girl or a guy? Her boss is a girl.
4: Okay, okay, well that's good. <laughs> what well, oh, if mean, it was yeah, a
1: guy. That's a good boy. That's a good reason yeah, to, I mean, to clarify that. <laughs> No, she's so got a female solve boss. This who, problem is, real easily. who is married? Okay, right. I just don't feel like anything would have happened with her boss knowing me well as well. Yeah, you know, I. But also suspicious. Here's, here's where I'm at today. Okay, is uh, should I purchase the pregnancy test or should I get myself tested? Ah, uh. <laughs> I, I like that it's one or the other. How yeah. about both?
4: Yeah, I think both.
1: No, I like the cliffhanger. I like the cliffhanger. Because if I go get myself tested, which I, I never did. I mean, following a vasectomy, they give you a little cup, and they're like, after 30 days, go take this cup with that in it and go get it tested, right? Right. Never did it. I just... Took the doctor at his word that he made the right snips and uh, we were good to get Dummy,
4: right? So, Dummy. But it's yeah. been three years, Cheyenne.
1: It's been three years Trust since me, that it does, does not matter. Yeah, uh, and I know we because <laughs> you know. I
5: tried on purpose for like three years <laughs> and she never got pregnant. It just didn't. Yeah, yeah. things had uh, the stars didn't align.
1: Well, I have a uh, right. CVS sells a uh, sperm check fertility home test for men. Uh-huh. Forty five ninety nine. Wow. So um, I will not be delivering that here to work because I don't think I'd be able to provide what is the test needs. <laughs> (laughs) Uh, While I'm here at (laughs) work
4: Thank the good lord So
1: so, I'll be stopping my CVS on the way home today You're you're going to test yourself I'm going to test myself It show's negative I got a bone to pick
2: Gunner in Cheyenne This is Camel Country 107.9
1: a lot of texts are coming in uh, in regards to whether my wife is pregnant. A lot of people are saying if Gunnar's wife was pregnant, I wouldn't be so chipper on the radio this morning. But it's the unknown. Yeah. I don't know if she is or not. She's just sensitive in certain areas, and her, her time of the month was not as strong as it normally is. And, you know, there's a lot of little variables there. And another little. Wrinkle to throw in there She was on a work trip About a month ago And another little wrinkle I I was snipped About three years ago You know So I mean There's a lot of things Going on here But I think I'm going to get myself tested We'll find out uh, The results of that I'm going to go to CVS And uh, this uh, little adult Or this male uh, Little uh, fertility check here
4: I am actually really Um, excited To see the results of that That'll be interesting
1: 194 five star reviews Cheyenne Wow It's
4: uh, got to work It's It's got to be accurate It's got to be
1: accurate (laughs) But if I show negative Hmm. The plot thickens.
4: I got questions. Yeah. What would you do?
1: If she was pregnant with somebody else's baby? Yeah.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, all of it. What would you do if she was pregnant, period? Well,
1: my daughters would be ecstatic. They want a little brother. (laughs) (laughs) But for me, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, TBD. We'll... we'll The the plot thickens here, so we'll see. We'll see what happens.
4: I think more so your chipperness is also like streaming from anxiety and the stress of it because that's a lot.
1: I got it, you know. I'm just one that just kind of tries to not think about things like Mm -hmm. that, you know, and trying to stay positive and uh, keep that smile and that chipperness, you know. Do I think she's pregnant? No,
4: (laughs) but you know, we'll see.
1: I mean, she's the one that's been saying it. She's the one that's like, "But you never got yourself tested." But that was three years ago. You have yet to be. End up pregnant. You well, know? but I mean, we've seen other people but,
4: texting in at nine, six, seven, eight, nine years.
1: I know, and they it's reversed itself.
4: Exactly.
1: We had this exact same scare about a year and a half I ago. Know. That's what this is what it's like deja vu all <laughs> over again. I hate it. <laughs> so I'm gonna get myself tested and then, then she can't use that excuse. Exactly. Anymore, right? I
6: like it. Gunner and Cheyenne.
1: Appreciate you having us on this morning. A lot of folks here in the valley were without cell phone service this morning. I was one of them. I didn't realize what was going on at the time. I just remember uh, looking down at my phone and seeing a SOS along the top, which typically only happens if uh, I'm not in cell phone range. Right. Which SOS, what does that stand for? Save
4: too? our souls.
1: Is not the real meaning yes, of it? it is. Save our souls, as, far as, far as, as I know. Save
4: our souls. Why do you think I'm wrong?
1: Why would that be at the top of the? I, I feel like, um, like when you're out on a remote island, you're stuck. Yeah, and you're writing SOS in the sand. It's SOS.
4: Yeah, it does. When yeah. you, when you start to talk it out, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> save
1: our souls off this deserted island. Exactly, but it's like on the top of the cell phone. Why do I need to it's
4: save my SOS. soul? It's just a universal.
5: I mean, obviously, there was a time when it also meant save our
1: ship because of okay. But, like, yeah. I remember uh, back when the Seahawks were ready to leave Seattle, uh, there was a Save Our Seahawks campaign.
4: Oh, geez. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, geez. (laughs) There would be.
1: But anyway, it was along the, uh, the top of my phone, and you know I was like, why Why do I not have cell phone service? I'm restarting my phone, thinking it's my phone, because this is a warranty phone, because my last phone broke. I'm like, they give me some piece of crap phone.
4: And, <laughs> a a half-done, <laughs> refurbished I phone? Know.
1: <laughs> I hate the idea of having a refurbished phone, so that's what I was assuming happened. Yeah. But no, uh, AT&T, which is who I have, Verizon Anti-Mobile, we're all out this morning. And ABC 15 has an article, and there's really no explanation as to why it went out. They reached out to all the cell phone companies to try and figure out, can we get a comment from you as to like why the cell phone yeah, services went out? Yeah, what happened? Was there
4: a surge? Like, What was the reason? Because I also saw that uh, AT&T had said that their 911 service was temporarily disabled also. So it wasn't just regular cell service. So what do
1: we think happened? We got hackers?
4: I love it when your conspiracy mind sits <laughs> in. It makes me happy. Abe
1: hates my conspiracies. Because <laughs> there's usually an
5: explanation. You know? <laughs> Especially with anything mechanical or electronic, anything that can happen will happen at yeah. some point. At least once.
1: But do we think it's
5: hackers? <laughs> but even if it is, like, that's still a possibility. We have yeah. to understand that... Yeah. Like, you know cyber terrorism is a thing you know what i mean i'm not really? saying that's what happened but yeah. just know that our look at how how dependent we are as a society mm-hmm. on everything electronic from banking systems to like the medical records everything so
1: right. if somebody really wanted to take us out as a country go after the uh the computer and, and all that Absolutely. stuff right?
4: yeah essentially
5: and vice versa because other countries do too it's not like we're the only ones but yeah. like yeah
1: so uh what do we think
4: happened <laughs> what do you think happened <laughs> Now I'm here. What do you I think, don't know. Evan? I
1: haven't had have time to think about it. I've been too worried <laughs> if my wife is pregnant or not. I haven't even <laughs> had time to think about this.
4: <laughs> I think there but, was probably just like I, uh, a glitch in the matrix somewhere. Or there was
1: an update. Like, yeah. you know, maybe there was just... Normally they give you that, that notification that, hey... You know, just so you know, like when you open your banking app, mm-hmm. right? They're they're going to be doing maintenance during this time, and it's usually like a, at an hour where the banking systems aren't used all that much. Right. Right? So uh, they do their updates then. Maybe there was an update, you know? But so- it is
4: interesting that it's multiple companies. All mm. of them went down at the same time.
1: So what are they speculating with 5G? Like it, it,
4: Ooh. It's, like, it's in
1: the air. You know 5G it,
5: just stands for fifth generation, right? It's I not know, some special.
1: The, the, it's <laughs> not some special thing. <laughs>
4: but the conspiracy
1: theories behind it, you know? It's like oh, the way out in the uh, the world are messing with their brains and stuff. You it need your
4: that. own podcast just specifically for conspiracy <laughs> theories that you come up with on your own.
1: Hey, it could be a hit. It,
4: it would make me happy. Hit. Yeah, would it?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Camel Country 1079.
6: Gunner and Cheyenne.
1: Have you ever left a bad review for somebody, uh, like a business or something, Mm -hmm. and been confronted about that bad review? down the road when you revisit that business
4: buy said business buy Ooh. Said business.
1: so we got a dm on our instagram at gutter in cheyenne uh it says the flower guy at the flower shop i go to mentioned i gave him a bad online review a few years ago i vaguely remember them refusing to deliver outside their normal delivery range on an order but the guy brought it up to me i checked Right there in front of him, I have no bad reviews posted for this establishment. He had me mistaken with another customer of the same name.
4: I think what's more impressive and more weird about this story is the fact that the guy at the flower shop remembered him and the review from a couple of years ago.
1: Well, maybe the bad reviews are few and far between. Like They're, they're just infrequent, oh, right? maybe. So when he does have the bad review... He's like Timothy Johnson, <laughs> right? And he's got, and then he's got it like posted next to the uh, A the wall of up fan front. reviewers, right? I mean, if, there, but if there's only three, then you got three names yeah. on it, right? So the next time that that credit card gets run, so <laughs> Timothy. Tip, you left a bad review three let's years talk ago. Talk about it. Yeah. Why did you leave me a bad review? <laughs> so weird. But let's say you did do that. Let's say you did leave a bad review and then to be confronted by it. How awkward would that be?
4: That would make me really uncomfortable. Like, especially if the reason for the bad review was because the service was just crap.
1: Maybe the manager is just looking at it as constructive
4: criticism,
1: <laughs> right? Like, That's if somebody gets.
4: Silver lining thing like, you like, could like, say.
1: Yeah. Like, if like on Yelp or Google, wherever you leave reviews uh-huh. at. You know, you get a one-star review and there's no explanation. If you're a business owner or a manager or whatever, you want to know what you did wrong so you can correct it. Yeah. So I honestly don't blame the dude for confronting the person. Really? trying to figure it out. You don't
4: even like confrontation. I know.
1: That's why from an outsider's perspective,
4: I don't blame the guy. (laughs)
1: Would I do it? No. I also don't ever leave reviews. I'm just yeah. not motivated to leave a uh, review.
4: I feel like your brain would make that into like a confrontation. Like your brain won't do it because it feels like you're confronting them. Yeah. Because they're going to see it. Maybe
1: there is something deep rooted in there. <laughs> you know, if I leave a review, maybe they will confront me. And I'm an anti confrontational kind of guy. Yeah. What's the to deal with that? Especially so you're just when, like, no. Especially when you're hangry walking into a restaurant, like, feed me now. <laughs> and then you've got a manager like, so this review you left us. <laughs> No, I don't...
4: Explosive. That would
1: explode and escalate very fast.
4: Yes. But have
1: you ever left a review and been confronted about that review later on down the road? And maybe they tracked you down on social media and then messaged you and been like, what, is that better?
4: Psycho. But
1: is that psycho or would that be better to confront them on social media and be like, hey, why did you leave me a bad review? I want to know.
4: I mean... I want to say no, but I if you're leaving a review on social media and then they reply to you to get more information, that's totally fine. But
1: if you leave a review on Google and they find you on Instagram?
4: Creepy. That's
1: creepy? Uh, Yeah. Okay, would you rather have the review on Google and then confront you in person? Which one would you rather do?
4: I think in person. I would rather have that conversation in person. Yeah. But also, if I don't like a place enough to where I'm leaving a bad review like that, I'm not going back, so.
1: All right. Has this ever happened to you? Have you ever been confronted about a review? You can text us at 22108. Our phone number is 602 894
2: KMLE. Gunner in Cheyenne. This is Camel Country 1079.
1: Have you ever left a review for a business or a company and been confronted about that review later on down the road? Like they took note of your name on Yelp or Google and left it at the front register for the next time that that name came across on on a credit card transaction that got flagged and like, excuse me, sir, excuse me, ma'am. We'd
4: like to talk to you about the bad review that you left. <laughs> yeah.
1: They never confront you about the good reviews. It's they true. go after the bad reviews for obvious reasons, yeah. right? A bad review kind of affects your business, especially if you're a restaurant on Yelp or on Google. And you know, a lot of people come are here from out of town. They vacation in Scottsdale. They Google best restaurants in Scottsdale. And a lot of times those reviews are what Kind of puts you at the top. If yeah. You got a lot of great reviews. You're going to show up at the top. You're going to get a lot of patrons. But you get some bad reviews. That may sway somebody from going to your restaurant.
4: I mean, I read reviews. I read reviews every time I go to a new restaurant.
1: So you can understand why a bad review would affect a yeah, restaurant, right? Absolutely. So sometimes there's managers and owners and stuff like that that you know are a little overzealous on uh, those bad reviews. And these are those stories. <laughs> <laughs> it actually happens more often than you think. Our text is just flooded with stories. Really? Uh, texts are coming in at two two one zero eight. Text from the four eight zero. Uh, yes, I left an honest Yelp review, and the owner harassed me for months via Messenger uh, about about it, saying it was affecting his business. I finally reached out to Yelp, and they took care of it, and the message just stopped.
4: Wow. Because
1: it's got to be in the fine print of Yelp and stuff like that, not to. Harass people. Oh,
4: yeah. I'm sure there is.
1: And because, I mean, you don't want people leaving an honest review to be scared to leave that honest review and fear of retaliation from that company Absolutely. and that business.
4: You have to feel safe if you're going to be leaving a review for something.
1: Texted the 623. I left a bad review for a restaurant here in Scottsdale. Uh, it's a barbecue place, and they responded to my comment on Google. But then they also found me on Facebook and wanted me to call him so he could, so we could discuss the experience that I had as to why I left the bad review. See, I don't have a problem with that. Uh huh. Not, not at all. Because
4: I I the issue is them finding them on Facebook. Like, why couldn't you have put that back in your response? on your on the Google review because if they responded to the review you could be like I would like it if you would call me so that we could talk about this experience and how to improve it but they found you on Facebook but
1: I but Crazy. I mean, do you get? I
5: don't see a problem with it. I, yeah, I yeah. Not but the way I, that was handled specifically. Yeah,
1: I mean, I mean, I don't. I don't. I'm not familiar with Yelp and, and these Google reviews. Okay. Like, do you get notified like you do on Facebook if somebody replies to a comment? You know, maybe maybe he did. Maybe she this person did not get notified?
4: I mean, I've left a Google review before, and I even get updates by how many people have seen my review.
1: Oh, and how many people have found your review helpful?
4: Exactly. Like, you get those kinds of updates. So I can't imagine not getting an update on a reply. But if I were
1: a business owner, I'd probably, just the curiosity, you can't fix it unless you know it's wrong. You're not. Right? And if,
4: you're not wrong.
1: <laughs> you want to flip that around there, Cheyenne? <laughs>
4: nope. Nope. I gave you I gave you all Connor, that yesterday.
1: You are absolutely right. <laughs>
4: You're not wrong, but you're not right either.
1: Somewhere in the middle. <laughs> like the, the Goldilocks of the three bears. And you know, I'm just right there in the middle somewhere. Gunner and Cheyenne,
2: this is Camel Country 1079.
1: Well, we've learned a lot about Gen Z over the last number of months. Uh, Generation Z is the age group of 11 to 26. And then 26 to 44 is... uh
4: Yes. Uh, Millennials. Millennials. Yeah. (laughs) You're like yes. I thought. Well, I was like. I thought you were gonna say it, so I was like, yes. You're right. Your thought. You gotta wait for me to say it before
1: you say yes. Well,
4: I was like, (laughs) the age is right. I know what you're talking about.
1: I'm barely in that millennial window. I mean, I'm like three days in. I'm I'm a little shy to say I'm a millennial, depending on what we're talking about. But no, in this particular uh, conversation, we're talking about Gen Z, and what we've learned about them over the last number of months is that they don't like to work. Hence all the job openings and <laughs> restaurants being closed on certain days because they don't have people to staff, you know, at these restaurants yeah. or whatever. And uh, that Gen Z likes to bring their parents with them on job interviews. We that's, learned that a couple of months right. ago, right? <laughs> not not every single one of them uh-huh. brings their parent, but it has been a trend. H uh, R managers have said, yeah, there's people in that age demo that are bringing their parents with them
4: to job that's interviews so weird. as a parent of a Gen Zer, that is weird to me. I would. I, I. don't even know what I would do if Justin came up to me and said, Mom, will you come to my job interview with me?
1: Well, you got a few years to wait for I'd that. I'd laugh giant, at him in his face, is t- what I would do. No, he lives up in Washington with his dad. You say, you take your dad with you on the job interview. Uh, well, apparently old school landline phones with a cord are new. Tr- uh, the new trendy thing for Gen Zers to own. What? Retro stuff from the 90s and early 2000s is big right now in general. It's
4: retro. That
1: includes flip phones and original iPods. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> there was an original iPod. Oh, where do we see it? Tatum, my, my youngest, who's seven, was like, what is that? Because <laughs> the iPod that she child. knows looks like a phone. It's yeah. like the full-on touchscreen. I still have my classic. No, but the one she saw was like the the one where you had to plug it into a computer and upload all the MP3s yeah, to it. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, but the one she knew would look like an old cell oh, phone. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It yeah, like yeah. A touch yeah. I'm well, saying, but I still have my class. You still have it? Yeah, the one with the jog wheel. <laughs> yeah, you can yeah. This, right? it works. Yeah, dude, you probably make some money on that. Probably, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they discontinued yeah, it. Onto keep of, holding on to that. Keep holding on. Yeah, they discontinued a number of years back. Yeah, but it might be time to bring it back. But um, the New York posted a whole article on this. On uh, Gen Z and uh, these retro things that they're into, and and about and explain the fascination to us is what the New York Post said. Um, one girl called them uh, these corded phones, cute and romantic. She said she what? loves. <laughs> She says she loves to talk and twirl the little cord and says it makes her feel like she's on Sex of the City.
4: Okay, I get that. That actually makes a lot of sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't argue that one. Uh, the same girl says
1: she has an answering machine, too, but she could not remember the name of it, so she called it a voicemail machine. <laughs> makes sense. Uh, the same girl also says she likes the thrill of not knowing who's calling because it doesn't have caller ID.
4: That's actually a really good point. Like, you're It rings and you're just answering it, and who knows who's on the other side?
1: Would you ever, like, we all have cell phones and all, you know, it's a spam risk. I mean, a lot of times names pop up now. Like, voicemail has definitely progressed with technology yeah. and stuff like that. But would you ever turn it off and want to experience that thrill of ge- again? No. Of no. not knowing who's calling you? No, not yep. on my cell
4: phone. I get too many spam calls. Right. but I don't want
1: to deal with that. back in the, maybe you didn't answer it back in the day, mm-hmm. but every time around uh, dinner time, it always seemed to be, those sales calls would come in. And, you know, and dads would react certain Who's ways. Who's calling at dinner uh, time? And messing with them a little bit, you know? <laughs> what other thrills are there out there that, you know, the thrill of the unknown?
4: Because, uh, I mean, that, that,
1: that right there is an easy way. Turn yeah. off the caller ID. The thrill of the unknown. Who is it? Is it a collector? Is it is your it boss? Mom? Is it your boss wanting your work <laughs> on Saturday? Because, <laughs> I mean, with caller ID, you yeah. just avoid that call. Right, absolutely. You know?
4: Then you just wouldn't answer it.
1: What other thrills are there out there? The thrill of the unknown.
4: I would say speeding in the dark on the freeway, because then you wouldn't know, like if there's a police officer around the bend.
1: You'd rather deal with that thrill. Yes. Am I gonna get a four hundred dollar ticket or not?
4: (laughs) And then dealing with (laughs) just hanging up on collectors. Yeah.
1: All right. What other thrills are there (laughs) out there? You text us at two two one zero eight.
2: Gunner and Cheyenne, this is Camel Country
1: 107.9. Gen Z, who is 11 to 26. Those are the kids ages 11 to uh, 26, right? I believe so, yeah. Um, Those guys are bringing back landlines. And one of the kids that uh, the New York Post interviewed for this story, and I'm saying kids, but, you know, I mean, 11, 12, 13, they're still kids, right? Yeah. Yeah, they interviewed them as to why are you so fascinated with landlines and these retro items. And one of the gals they interviewed said, have it a landline. Uh, she enjoys the thrill of not knowing who's calling. And with the advancement of technology, we've kind of eliminated that thrill out of our life. Yeah. We know who's calling based on the caller ID on her cell phone or on her home phone if you still have one.
4: There's not a lot of things anymore that get left to mystery. It's so like you always know.
1: What is a the thrill these days that we can experience without... Having to deal with technology, technology has advanced so much, mm-hmm. you know, that the uh, it's eliminated the thrill out of a lot of things. were coming in at two two one zero eight. The thrill of not knowing the gender of any of our kids until they are born.
4: Ooh, that just sounds terrible to me. You like, never
1: waited to find out the uh, the gender?
4: Absolutely not. If I, the sooner I could find out, the better. I just need to know. I cannot sit there for nine months not knowing. If it's a boy or a girl.
1: Yeah. And I mean, when I, my daughters are uh, t- uh, 11 and 7. So when we got pregnant, we were on a radio per- personality salary in Yakima, Washington, which is not that much.
4: <laughs> it's not anything, um, really. <laughs> so, I mean, like,
1: why wait when um, you can find out the gender and people can start buying you stuff? Yeah, So absolutely. we never had that want to wait thing like and, and be surprised with the gender of the baby when he or she's born.
4: Yeah, and if that's for you, if that's a thrill that you enjoy, great for you. That is not a thrill for me.
1: Cheyenne enjoys the thrill of speeding down the sixty, uh, not knowing what headlights are behind her.
4: Yeah. Like <laughs> if you're speeding and you look down and you're on eighty hurry. And there's headlights coming up behind you, especially if they're coming up fast because they're going faster than you are. You're like, is that a cop? I don't know. Is it? I don't know. Ah.
1: Do you slow down? Do you not? Exactly. That's the thrill.
4: It's a little It's, it's a little bit of a thrill. <laughs> oh, you're
1: going to see the blue and red in the rear view mirror. <laughs> <laughs> whoop, whoop. Uh, text of the 480, the thrill of discovery. I used to be a field archaeologist. Ooh. My very first field school on day two, I dumped a bucket of dirt into a sifter and found a beautiful piece of prehistoric pottery. It hasn't seen the light of day in almost a thousand years, and I was the first person to bring it back to light. That was a thrill.
4: That is so cool.
1: Text to the 480, I like to let the fate of fries <laughs> fries a grocery store decide my dinner by going to the clearance section of the meat department and getting the meat and then improvising the rest <laughs> of the things that I with the stuff that I have at home. Like an epic episode of Chopped. It's a thrill. <laughs> I kind of feel that, though.
4: I like that. Good for you.
1: Text at the 602. Gunner, your thrill today is finding out whose baby your wife's pregnant with. (laughs) Stop. You brought it on yourself. I know. I mentioned it this morning. My wife, she's all sensitive up in the other chest region, and I was oh, snip three years ago. <sighs> and she goes, "Well, you never had yourself tested." True. So I am going to get myself tested today. We're gonna we're gonna eliminate the pregnancy test out of it. I'm going to get myself tested. That's what a if, that's What a if
4: your body reverses?
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. If it shows that I am, I do have those. Yeah.
4: I'll die. Yeah, I'll that's, die. That's a
1: thrill right there. <laughs> yeah. Anybody want to step into my life today?
4: <laughs> Gunnar and Cheyenne. How
1: much did you spend on your sweetheart on your first Valentine's Day? You probably didn't spend as much as Travis Kelsey did on Taylor.
4: Uh, Do I even want to know what that price tag is? Around
1: $16,000. What? $7,000 on roses. What? A $1,000 black leather Dior beret.
4: (laughs) Okay. I mean, that's cute. (laughs) A
1: $5,100 emerald green Bottega Veneta medium Adiamo bag, whatever that is. It's a purse. Is it concert size? Would it get past security? No, it would
4: not get past security. A little bit bigger than that.
1: (laughs) A 1,100 wide-brimmed straw hat from Celine Triumph. I don't know. And a Hermes scarf for $1,300. Wow. A source says, quote, he wanted to show her how much he cares about her. (laughs) So you're going to buy her? (laughs) And the upcoming months to come as they will travel together all over the world. Travis arrived in Sydney the other day via a private jet, of course.
4: Yes, their first date in Sydney was to the zoo. I've seen it all over my social media. And trust me, I don't care about the Travis-Kelsey-Taylor Swift relationship, but it is so in my face right now. Is
1: it Mickey jealous that he's just... You no. know that this relationship's happening? He's dropping $16,000 on their first Valentine's Day? No, together. I mean,
4: would it be nice to have somebody drop that kind of money on you? Yeah, for sure, but...
1: Last year, your first Valentine's Day with the guy you were dating, you yeah. let him off the hook, right? So you can't let him off the hook.
4: That means I'm going to have to date somebody <laughs> who's loaded, apparently. sixteen grand. That's a lot of money. How but much did I, you drop on Emily on your first Valentine's Day? Oh,
1: nowhere near that. Nowhere near, I don't know, I, I, I would say give or take $5 off 100 Yeah!
3: <laughs>
4: Something like that, nothing crazy. 100. But the, the first
1: Valentine's Day, that is your moment. I mean, yeah. as much as we talk about Valentine's being being so commercialized and everything else, that is your moment to show and impress the heck out of your love interest. Yeah,
4: absolutely. If you're gonna do it, that's a good time to do it. Does sixteen thousand dollars in gifts impress Taylor Swift? Like she oh. has her own island.
5: For her house It's more about the thought Of the actual gifts Yeah Than the the price tag
4: I would say It would be impressive If it was things That she had said in passing
1: Exactly Like
4: oh look at this Bottega bag Oh I think I might buy That for myself
1: any of this stuff though She
5: could buy on her own
4: Yeah but it's him That's why it's the
5: thought That counts That's what we're trying to say
4: Yeah like if she had mentioned Any of those things In passing like oh my gosh I love this hat I think yeah. I'm gonna buy this when I get back da, 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 or whatever the conversation is and he remembered mm-hmm. and then went to buy it or that's impressive you get
5: even more brownie points if you try to if you see something and go she hasn't mentioned this but I bet she would love this and then try to predict what she loves and if he nails that yeah,
1: like, a long yeah. Way. I don't know it kind of comes off as like one of them Grammy bags doesn't it like what they, what they get at the Grammys <laughs> like
4: a goodie bag like yeah a like goodie bag, bag.
1: <laughs> like somebody like handed him this and be like hey give this to Taylor <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it was valued at $16,000 no.
4: someone from her camp gave him all the things. It could be.
1: Who knows? <laughs> Hopefully, she never finds out because that relationship is done.
2: Yeah. Camel Country 1079. It's not a bad joke. It's just a dad joke. Cheyenne's dad joke of the hour.
4: Hey, Gunner. Yeah. How do dogs go camping?
1: How do dogs go camping?
4: <laughs> they. Rough it. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: not a bad joke It's just a dad joke Cheyenne's dad joke
4: They rough, it, rough it. it When they go camping yeah, it's, an good, it's an oldie but a goodie I love That's that one. one It's a good one
1: uh, Cheyenne's dad jokes Every weekday morning At 7.50 here on Camel Country This is Gunnar and Cheyenne Camel
6: Country,
1: 107.9. Well, the time has come. We are going to play Picture Battle. We got Country Thunder tickets on the line today. Country Thunder coming up April 11th to the 14th out in Florence. God, that was like a month and a half away. I
4: know. I can't believe it.
1: Jelly Roll, Lenny Wilson, Eric Church, Coe Wetzel, Priscilla Block, Nate Smith, and more will all be there. You could be there as well. We're also going to give you access to the Gila River Resorts and Casinos VIP Party Deck there at Country Thunder. Country Thunder. Uh but uh Cheyenne, you ready to play? Ready. Abe, you're ready to play. Hit me.
4: Gunner, are you ready to play? Sure I am, partner. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm on
1: the cowboy hat Cheyenne, so just gotta <laughs> play my character here. Uh, Tanya and Goodyear, are you ready to play? Pick your battle. I am ready. Okay. Bring it on. And five questions <laughs> or sixty seconds, whichever comes first. You're gonna have three chances at each question. The more questions you get to, the better your odds of winning. Abe, what is the category? Your
5: category today is Cards and Card Games, because today is Play More Cards Day.
1: Oh, I didn't even know that was a day. It's also National Margarita Day. More Margarita? Play some cards. Boom. I love it. All right, so Tanya, who do you want to play against?
6: Uh, It's a tough one. Uh, I guess we'll go with Cheyenne. All right.
1: right. Three in a row against Cheyenne. Uh, (laughs) She is uh, taking her headphones out. She's out of the studio. All right, here we go. All right.
5: Tanya, here we go. Including jokers, how many cards are in a standard deck? Uh,
2: fifty-four.
5: Correct. How many players do you need to play bridge? Mm, Four. Correct. What do you call a stake put in by players before being dealt any cards?
6: Uh. Ante?
5: Correct. What's the highest hand possible in standard poker?
6: Highest hand possible.
1: You can pass if you don't know it.
6: Pass.
5: Pass. In Texas Hold'em, what is the name of the fifth and final community card dealt face up in the center of the table?
6: I
1: need to know Time. ah, time's up. All right, you got three out of five. Let's bring Cheyenne back here to the studio. I was impressed with some of your answers <laughs> Not there, bad. Tanya. That is a respectable score. See how Cheyenne does. She got three out of five, Cheyenne. Okay. So uh, we'll see how you do on, uh, what was the category again? It was
5: cards? cards. Card game? Cards and card games. Oh, boy. Okay. You ready?
4: Nope, but here we go. All right. <laughs>
5: <laughs> here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Including Jokers, how many cards are in a standard deck?
4: Fifty-four.
5: How many players do you need to play bridge? Five? No. Three? No. Eight? No, four.
4: Oh, dang it.
5: <laughs> what do you call a stake put in by players before being dealt any cards?
4: Oh, I know this. Small bet? No. Uh, a pass.
5: What's the highest hand possible in standard poker?
4: <laughs> a full house? No. Royal Flush.
5: Correct. Wow. In Texas Hold'em, what is the name of the fifth and final community card dealt face up in the center of the table?
4: <laughs> Pass.
5: All right, back to question two. Well,
1: she already had three chances at question two. Is question three.
5: Uh, what do you call the stake put in by players before any cards are dealt? Mini bet? No. Side bet? No, the ante. Oh, the
4: ante. dang it.
1: All right, question five. Oh, that is, oh, that's it. yeah. My cowboy hat got in the way a little bit there. <laughs> Distracted um, <no. laughs> by the guy that actually looks like a card player today. <laughs> I know, but she did make the right choice, Tanya. You got three out of five. Shane got two out of five. You win,
3: Tanya. Woo!
1: Woo! Woo! you are going to Country Thunder, Tanya. We're also going to get you into the Gila River Resorts Casinos Country Club. There, at Country Thunder. Awesome! It's so excited. All right, Tanya, hang on. Question five was the only one we didn't have an answer to. Oh, it's the river. The river card. <laughs> yeah, it
4: wouldn't even been, no. Uh-uh.
1: You never played Texas Hold'em? And no. Come on. You, now, now you got to play Texas Hold'em while listening to Beyonce's Texas Hold'em. I can
4: do that. Can you do that? Yep. All right. <laughs> Gunnar and Cheyenne. Gunnar, you've been to a plenty of weddings in your lifetime. Yes. yes. Let yep. me ask you about this etiquette rule, and I'm curious if you've heard about it, because I hadn't up until I saw okay. this. The 24-hour photo freeze. 24-hour photo
1: freeze. Never heard of this.
4: Yeah, I never heard of it either. What do you think it is?
1: I mean, if I had to guess, it's probably like any photos that you took at the wedding like don't do anything With them for 24 hours You're
4: absolutely right It's because of Social media And how instant Social media is So basically The 24 hour photo freeze Is you giving The bride and groom A 24 hour grace period For them to post Their own photos For families and friends To see without you Tagging them first
1: Yeah I do see a lot Of uh, wedding photos Pop up on my timeline Of like saying Congratulations to Grace and Mike exactly. On your special day But the bride and groom Hadn't even posted yet
4: You didn't even know From their Instagram That they had been Married yet and I think that this is a Great rule and a great new etiquette to Follow being in the social media time it's that like we're in
1: Brand new like, I've, I don't I've never know if heard it's of brand this.
4: Brand new but it's definitely picking Up speed right now
1: so I know That you have a wedding in your future at Some point right I mean you envision yourself being a Bride in a nice white gown and yeah, that would be else. nice So I mean it, are you already Clipping things out of like Brides Weekly magazine Or
4: I mean I'm a girl I've been yeah. doing that Since I was five so
1: <laughs> So I mean like are you making notes Like a 24 hour photo freeze is yeah this Something you would do at your wedding? Yeah,
4: that's definitely something that I would I would acknowledge and just ask people to respect that because there is a lot of people who won't be going, yeah. and I would like to be the one to like post it first.
1: Any other uh, wedding etiquette?
4: I definitely know that there are traditions I won't be doing. Like my dad will not be walking me down the aisle. I know that for oh, sure. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I'm going to have both of my kids walk me down the aisle and give me away because I feel like that's really appropriate.
1: And the uh, the minister is going to be
4: ah uh, the officiant is not going to be you. Oh, (laughs) man, I got ordained for nothing. I uh, thought you said you were I mean, going to have you, me. It's very possible. It's, what am kidding. I going to do?
1: The ring boy? The ring bear. <laughs>
4: Why do you think you're going to be in it? Why do you think you're I so don't know. I, f- I
1: feel like we're like uh, we're going to be closer than your future husband's going to be. So I feel like I should be uh, have some involvement in it.
4: No, you're absolutely right. I do plan on having you involved in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> or
1: carry your uh, your train down the aisle.
4: Uh, done. <laughs> absolutely done. Your job is to make sure my dress is perfect.
1: Oh, but as far as <laughs> etiquette goes, I mean, that, that's... 24 hour photo freeze makes sense. I think so. But have you ever attended a wedding that had kind of a weird, like etiquette, weird rule, weird tradition that you were like,
4: huh? Ah. Interesting. Yeah, and
1: it could be like, that's totally weird or, huh? Like, that's that makes actually sense. brilliant. That, yeah. that really makes sense. Connor and Cheyenne. There's a new trend amongst wedding etiquette. It's called the 24-hour photo freeze where you can't post photos of the wedding up on social media for 24 hours. That allows the bride and groom to be able to post uh, to their liking, you know, gives them 24 hours to get through the wedding, which is busy. Uh-huh. But you've never attended a wedding where that's happened at yet.
4: No, no. I, at least where it hasn't been like a printed out rule.
1: But what other weird aspect kids what other weird uh, traditions, if you will, have you experienced when you have attended a wedding? Robert is in Peoria. Hey, Robert. Hey, how's it going?
4: Hey, we're good. How are you?
1: Good. You attended a wedding. Anything that you observed that was kind of out of the ordinary? Definitely was a Scottsdale wedding. Um,
2: they made us put our phones in plastic bags
4: when you went in. What, like Ziplocs?
2: Yeah, like uh, it, like right? at a concert or like you know I think Dave Chappelle does that. Oh, they like, the uh,
1: the locking yeah, yeah,
4: bags. Yeah, like oh. yeah. yeah.
2: they, they thought they were like Beyonce or something. You know what I mean? Like it was I, it was pretty weird. And
4: they're like not they're not famous, and like TMZ wasn't trying to get like video of them.
2: No, yeah, I, I mean, I, you know, I, I could care less about having a phone,
1: you know what I mean? <laughs> so you said it was a Scottsdale wedding, is this like a high-profile high, hope, high profile individ, uh, couple here, or no? Just loaded.
2: So they Floated. have
4: money, but they're not anybody of, like, notoriety.
2: Exactly, so it was weird, bordering on offensive. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: offensive to lock your phone up? Yeah, I was really
2: trying to, like, check the scores of the game during the wedding, too. I was, like, counting on doing that. Yeah,
1: well, maybe that's what they were preventing. They knew you were going to be there, and they are just preventing that from happening.
4: Yeah, they didn't want to single you out, so they are like, everybody's locking up their phones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Robert, appreciate the story, dude.
1: Love you, man. I love you, too, brother. Have a good day. Titus and Chandler. Hi, Tito. What you got? Okay, so this is actually
6: a, This is a great story That totally surprised me And I don't know that A lot of my American friends Know about this Okay um, But I am married To a Swedish man Johan, he's amazing Aww. Uh, And yeah, he's name great is Johan? We- yeah, Johan. Johan. That is so, so cute. cute. Yeah. And I love
4: how cute you get when you say it. Yeah, <laughs> Johan.
6: She's so cute. Um, but so anyway, his family, everybody kind of flew in um, from his side. A lot of his family is still in Sweden. So they came over to, we had our, our wedding here in the States. Uh-huh. Um, nobody prepped me for this, which was kind of made it even a little bit more fun, I guess. Was a good word for it. But basically, the Swedish custom is that when you're at the wedding reception, if the husband leaves the room at any time and the wife is left by herself, then the men in the bridal party can come up and, like, kiss the wife, basically. Not like, oh, what? you know, hardcore. And, and Yes. Yes. Like lip-locking on the mouth? On the mouth. On the mouth, for sure. I mean, not like tongue-kissing, but oh, yes. It, it's like too- a peck? Like a... Yeah, it's just kind of a cute, like, little, I don't know, almost like, um, if you find the, the pickle in a Christmas tree kind of thing. It's like a yeah.
3: it's like that. You
6: know what I mean? Interesting. And, and it's for women too. Like if the bride leaves the room, the women can go up and kiss the husband. Oh my gosh. I had four different guys come up. I mean it was really quick, but it was I was like, what is going on? This is an actual thing.
4: Uh huh. Did you google
6: it right
1: I Googled it. It says if the groom or bride leaves the room, then the other men or women at the wedding are allowed to go up and kiss the bride or the groom. And in parentheses, it says on the cheek and vice versa.
3: <laughs> you got
1: kissed on the belt. <laughs> Mine was not on the cheek,
6: so maybe ours was a special.
1: <laughs> Did you enjoy that, Tina?
6: Nobody lives up to my husband. I'll say that.
2: <laughs> Camel Country
0: 107.9. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?